You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonsoir, good evening, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Uh, we talk love and relationships and I have a thick French accent because I'm from France, from Paris originally. Let me start by this question was sent to my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. Somebody said to me, Simon, do you think guys should still open the door when it comes to their girlfriend after we've been dating for more than a year? Right, that's what the guy asked me. So I want to answer that the old school. I think chivalry is always good. No matter when, no matter how long you've been dating, it's always good. It's a form of courtesy. It's a form of respect. It's romantic. So don't complain about opening the door. You know who you are. <laughs> Open the door for the rest of your life for that wonderful girlfriend of yours. She'll like it, and it's the least you can do. Chivalry is an expression of romance. Don't forget it. Any question, you can call me now, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationships, call me right now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Riley. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, Simon, I, I, I have a problem with my husband. He works very hard, and I'm grateful for that. But mm -hmm. his work takes him out of town a lot. He's gone for weeks on end. And when he comes home, all he wants to do is sit on the couch and what he says, relax by watching basketball or football or whatever. Mm -hmm. I want him to take me out. I want to go out with him, go to restaurants, go dancing. And I'm, I was wondering if you could tell me, how can I get him off the couch and get huh. him to take me out? Okay. Riley, how often right now you guys are going out per month? Um, maybe once, and that's okay. with me dragging him out. Okay, so that's not much. And how's the, the romance between you guys, the communication, the ooh-la-la? How's the, the, the vibe in the house? Oh, the ooh-la-la is fine um, because he does travel. It gives me a chance to miss him and him to miss me. Mm -hmm. uh, but when he comes home, he doesn't want to talk about very much at all. He just wants to decompress. Okay, so two things, uh, not just to defend guys, but I'm one of them. Uh, we absolutely, it's like a chemical thing. After work, most guys don't want to talk or do anything, at least for the first hour or two. So that's not against you, Riley. That's just the way we are. Um, it functions. Now, the solution for you would be to do a good compromise, right? So I would talk to him and say, listen, uh, I know you're tired and I love all you're doing for the house and, and what I do. We all work hard. I know you need to relax and watch basketball. Maybe I can watch with you some. And you involve yourself into his passion of basketball or whatever sports he watches. And then in return, I really would like you to take me out and we pick restaurants where the kind of food we both like. How about, uh, do you know what type of food he likes? Yes, he loves Mexican food and he loves Thai food. Okay, perfect. So you said to him, I said, listen, can we meet in the middle? And I would love to go to that Mexican uh, restaurant down the street. And then you guys discover you become foodies, right? I want it to be fun, passionate, no nagging, just about compromise. And things will change for the better. I'll certainly try it. I thank you so much. You're most welcome, Riley. And good luck to you and have a good evening. Bye-bye. I think it's true. Most guys after a period of time, kind of slow down the courting, you know, the girlfriends and, and the partners and so on. And I want to explain to you why. So stay with me. That's next. Have you noticed in your life, in your relationships, that you start dating a guy? At the beginning, there's a lot of going on. 
There's a lot of go to the movies, a lot of efforts from the guys to court you, right? Uh, it's the beginning. It's exciting. Uh, you dressing up, he's dressing up and all that. And then slowly but surely with time, the courting slows down. And then your guy comes home after work. And what he wants? Uh, put his feet on the sofa up, relax, watch television, not talk, uh, and eat a meal and go to sleep. That's really what's going on. You want to know why? You've been wondering why? It's not against you. It's the way that really uh, we feel after work, number one. But it doesn't mean that's the right reason not to court, but that's why. You physically, men shut down, uh, and once they know for sure you are with us, you are a girlfriend, then the courting doesn't become so necessary in the mind of men. That's why it slows down. And when you've been married for years, the courting goes even less, 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 less. So what can you do about it? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. I got to confess this. I'm part of the guys that kind of slow down on the going out, on the going to the movies, going to the shows. Once I've been dating somebody for more than a year, I'm a homebody. I love to be home. So that's my nature. But that's not a good excuse. So I've had girlfriends told me in the past, Simon, let's go out again. I want to dress up. Let's go to a concert. Why you want to just, you know, eat home? And even though I cook some good meals. But anyway, that's not a reason. It's because us guys, we just, you know, we, uh, we take you for granted maybe. And, and that's not good. What can you do about it? Talk about it. And not when it's too late, like years later. The minute you feel your partner is slowing down the romance on the going out, talk about it, that you need it, you want to go out. Don't keep it for yourself thinking it's going to hurt his feelings. I wish some of my girlfriends told me not after a year or two, but after six months when I'm slowing down the romance, hey, Simon, wake up. Don't take me for granted. So don't do like me, do better than me. Always romance your partner and don't wait for too long before you tell what's going down. You call that next, by the way. 855-905-8255. You have a question? Dial that number right now. I'm here. Bonjour, Sarah. Bonjour. Hello. So, yeah, I've been dating this guy for a couple of months and he's so great. And it's been, it's been really, really wonderful and romantic and exciting. But um, I'm getting the pretty clear impression that he wants kids mm-hmm. and I don't. Okay. And it's only been a couple of months, but we're in our mid thirties and I'm just not sure if that's something I should bring up now or if I should just sort of let it self play out. Okay. Um, Sarah, that how do you know he wants kids? Yeah. I just, every time we're around kids or a friend has a baby, he, he just goes like, absolutely nuts over it and asks them all kinds of questions about how they're enjoying the parenting thing. And I love babies. So I'm like, Oh yeah, babies are wonderful. And I can, I could watch them and play with them all day. I just know that it's not something that I want in my own life. And I don't know if he's doing the same thing or Mm -hmm. if he's trying to very clearly say to me, Hey, we both want this, right? So exactly. So we're not sure. So I think this conversation, Sarah, must happen ASAP. Because if his goal is to be a dad, uh, and and you said you don't want to be a mom, which is totally cool. But Mm -hmm. I think you guys have to talk about it like this week. Because that's if he feels, or if if you feel too, that you are not on the same page when it comes to having children, it's the recipe for disaster. 
Uh, you don't want to waste right. his time. He doesn't want to waste your time. So I think you should say, hey, I've watched you play with the kids, talk about the kids. I know you love kids. Do you know that I don't want kids neither today, tomorrow, or never? And so are you okay with having a girlfriend that will never have kids with you? Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, okay. Because the truth will set you free in the matter that if he says, it's okay, I love you, I don't care about kids, I'm going to stay with you, you guys can grow super strong. If he said that's a deal breaker, that's okay too. But at least it's said and not an unspoken or something in the shadow that you're concerned about, he's concerned about, will explode at the end. Yeah, thank you. All right, Sarah. So good luck with that conversation. Okay, and nobody's, I it, yeah. there is no wrong or right with this question. It's only what you want. Right. And that's what you need to tell him, okay? Okay, yeah. Thank you so much. Good luck to you and have a good night. I got to go to my listener email because there's one email I just got right now about somebody going to a strip club and lying about it. So let's talk about this next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. If you can't call me for any reason and you have a question for me, always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what's this email tonight? This email is from Stella that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Stella. Ever since I started dating my boyfriend, he's told me that he thinks strip clubs are gross and he doesn't understand why men want to go there. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine my surprise when I found out that this past weekend, he and some friends went to a strip club. And the only reason I found out was because one of his friends that I knew he was out with posted pictures of them at the club on his Instagram. I haven't told him that I know yet, and I don't exactly know how to handle it. What do you think I should do? Well, let's see, Stella. You have a boyfriend that told you that he hates strip clubs, and you just find out he went to a strip club and never told you about it. What should you do? I'll tell you next. Let's say you date a guy who told you over and over that he thinks that strip clubs are gross and he doesn't understand why men want to go there. And then you find out, just like Stella did, that he went behind your back with his friend and you found out this on the social media. What should you do? Stella, thanks for your email. Here's what you do. You confront him with the truth, all right? Because now that you know that, hey, he lied, you want to know why, and two, he does things without telling you, you're entitled to ask him the question. Always remember that simple rule. The more direct and honest you are, the more he'll have to be too. Don't be afraid of his reaction. Just speak calmly, softly, and then ask him why he claims all the time it's disgusting, but yet he goes with his friends. So speak out, have the conversation, and I hope it goes well. But it's always important to ask the questions that are on your mind. And you call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationships? You dial that number right now. Bonjour, Queen. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Uh, so I'm dealing with some, a little bit of stress right now. Okay. I feel like... My wife might be cheating on me, and uh-huh. I can't tell, but I feel like I was contemplating following her to work because if it's anybody, it's probably somebody that she works with, and I just don't know if it's a good idea or not. So your wife, you, you think, you don't know for sure, may be cheating no. on you, and you wonder, is it ever a good idea to follow her 
like behind her back so she wouldn't know you follow her, maybe take a picture, right? Do, find some proof. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. Why not just plain ask her, what is your fear to address this well, issue? Kind of, I, I've kind of like skirted the issue and asked like kind of indirectly. Um, just to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, like her phone password changed and couple of other little indicators okay. that really are, are red flags to me. And I, I think I'm probably more afraid of the answer. Okay. So I have a solution for you that, that maybe it will work. How about instead of following her, you go to her and you say, listen, I'm worried. My intuition is ringing. Something is off. Um, I was going to follow you, uh, but I called this guy and, and on the radio show and, and, and Simon told me not to do this, but he told me this. He said... I would like to see your phone. We tell her I said that. I said, I would like to see your cell phone, but in front of you. I feel like there's information I need to have, and I don't want to do it behind your back. I don't want to have to follow you. I don't want to lie to you. And I'm asking you one chance to do it. So if you have nothing to hide, show me your phone, and I'll never do it again. If you don't, I'll consider that something is off, and we should have a different conversation. But I would like you, Queen, to offer a chance to come maybe clean because maybe she has nothing wrong happening, and maybe it's just your insecurity. But let's give her a chance to do it in front of you and not you going behind her back, following her, or lying to her, or do things you don't want to be done to you. Okay? Okay. Let's like give her a chance. I'm just going yes. to bite the bullet. I appreciate that, Simon. Thank you. You're most welcome. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I'm a positive guy that she has nothing to hide and your wife is all good. That's my hope for you. Me all too. right? Yes, me, me too. Me too. Thank you. Good luck and have a good night. Oh, you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to check on my voicemail because the light is bleeping and your voicemail is next. I'm Simon Marcel. I don't know if you know that yet, but the rendezvous never goes to sleep. So you can always leave me a message with the question you have about your relationship. So I got this voicemail. Let's hear it. Hey, Simon. This is Amber. And I'm just needing a little bit of advice. My fiance proposed to me Christmas. And we've already started talking about weddings, and he picked the friend of his to be his best man, the friend that I absolutely cannot stand. And I am just worried that he is going to make my wedding a nightmare, pretty much. But my fiancé is dead set on having him, said that he would talk to him, make sure that he behaves himself but I am just so worried because I've already had issues with this guy as well. I'm needing to know exactly what I should do or how I should go about talking to him without making him angry over this situation. Thank you. Amber, thanks for the voicemail. I'll tell you what to do next. What would you do if you like Amber, so you are engaged, ready to get married, and your fiancé, wants to impose you his best man that you know for a fact is the trouble guy. You know, the type of guy who can ruin your whole wedding ceremony. And you know that from a fact because you know the dude. And your fiancé insists on having him coming as his best man. Amber, you have to tell your fiancé in a strong way but calm way, you can't choose him for your best man. And because you have to choose between him and me and our wedding. No one, Amber, and I mean no one, should ruin the most beautiful day of your life. So you say no, and if he loves you, he's going to understand. He might be upset about it, that's okay. 
But you don't take the chance once you know somebody's trouble that he may come and ruin your evening because there's no second chance for the wedding night. It's one night. Thank you for your voicemail. Let's hear a little love story after that, uh, after that voicemail. You have a love story to share? Call me, 855-905-8255. Have you watched my new favorite series, Roswell, New Mexico, on the CW? You know, the one that airs every Tuesday at 9, 8 Central? On the CW, like, I'm addicted to that new series. I love it. And you know why I love it? Because I'm a romantic. You know me. And this new series about, you know, there's a love story that happens in a small town. And the whole thing starts in high school. The reason I tell you that is because I have a call right waiting for me. And I think we're going to hear another kind of story like this. So let me go to the call. Uh, Clay, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. You said you had a romantic story to share with us tonight on the rendezvous. Well, yeah, I do. Um... It was from when I was in high school, uh, when I was a senior. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. There's, there's just nothing like that that first time. Um, there's a girl that I had a big crush on, and we were really close friends. And I always wanted to date her. And then one day I came up to my house, and she had set up a scavenger hunt. And um, she had my mom in on it. And uh, it went through, like, the place where we first hung out, the place where we first got ice cream, like a place where she cried on my shoulder one time on the lookout. And then at the very end, she was there and she asked me if she wanted to, if we could date and be more than friends. Wow. When you think, yeah. of, that sto- when you think of that story, what was the most touching moment where your heart, you know, was inflamed by love? Uh, I remember I was driving from um, where we first, like, got ice cream to... Uh-huh. Um, where she wanted me to meet her on this like mountain overlook in the town we grew up in. Yeah. And I, I was just thinking about how bad I wanted to see her, and I looked down at the dash, and I was going like 80 miles per hour. <laughs> and so I, I, like, my heart was racing, and I just had to slow down. I didn't even realize how fast I was trying to get to the next part just to see her, and that's when I knew. I like that. You know, I, I like that, Clay. That's, that's, that's love. That's, that's the adrenaline and the rush when you are so happy and looking forward to meet your partner and see her. All right, this is this is good story, Clay. Thank you so much for sharing that romantic story back from high school, but a lot of love starts in high school, so this is pretty cool. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Of course. Thank you, Simon. Bonsoir, and, and thank you so much for listening to my show, The Rendezvous, and I'm Simon Marcel, as you know. It's my thick French accent. Thank you so much for, for being there every night with me, and, and I look forward to that. I want to finish this show with a, an interesting poll I put on my Twitter account, at Rendezvous Radio. The question was, has your partner ever posted something on social media that made you upset? So guess what? 39% of you said yes, and 61% said no. So... Here's a simple rule just to finish on this. When you're in a relationship, ask together what are the rules when it comes to social media. 40% of you upsetting your partner because you're posting the wrong thing, we can reduce that number and create a better dynamic for everybody's relationships. Anyway, that's my final tip tonight. Thank you so much again for being with me tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good night. I'll be back tomorrow. Et bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.